comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Did you write our bios? Yes, I wrote you Larry Lengthy bios. Uh, nice. Both of you. Mine um, start with Rotan. Yeah, it does. Good. Does mine end with movie expert? <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Movie expert extraordinaire. Um, Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction. Introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is Aaron. I mean, Abe. Oh, you messed it up. It's the one thing we do. We're we're here. <laughs> Together. Out Now is a film podcast. Today we're discussing new movies weekly. We're also bringing discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results, and predictions. A callback to past films similar to the main film of the week. Games. Okay. And other fun stuff. Oh. <laughs> this is episode 125, <laughs> and it might sound a little more animated because Abe and I are in the same room together. Oh, uh, snap! Is that a hand motion you made? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Perfect for the podcast. Oh my god. And not only is Abe in the room with me, but I have the other two guests that are going to discuss the movie Carrie with me. In this, we're doing a live episode. No one's on Skype this week. No one is on Skype. There's we're no, there's no, here. Here. there's no outside the city call. This there's... is this is exactly the way that we would normally have it if Aaron and I lived in the same city. Aaron there, and Abe, as it was meant to be, her. There's there's saying? ideally no drop call unless someone passes out from excitement. Yeah. This is all just work. I don't have to do. There'll be very little editing to do this week because exactly. we're just going to make it perfect. The first I just time slap out. Aaron when he cusses. Anyway, this is episode one twenty five, and we're talking about Carrie, the remake of the classic horror film. That's the plan. And joining us to discuss Carrie, well, only one of us actually saw Carrie this week, <laughs> besides myself. But we have, well, it's his birthday. He's very tall. It's Ken Knopfinger. How's it going, everyone? Tall Ken. Tall Ken. <laughs> Tolkien, who which will now be referred to as absolutely, I'm happy to be here. And first time podcaster, long time lover of garlic, it's Matt Blaine. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Fabulous. Bacon breakfast. Can't complain. Yeah, we just had a hearty breakfast. Can I? That's what that's what I podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to a few announcements here before we get underway. iTunes reviews and ratings, good to get those. It helps out the show. Right now, if you were to go to iTunes and help us out and review our show, send us a little message in some way that says you've done so, and we'll enter your name into a raffle. Once we get a bunch of names in said raffle, we will pick two of those names and send two of those people a two-pack of Blu-rays. I said two and raffle a lot in that sentence, and I'm happy. Apparently, right now, Amazon is actually giving things double anyway, so this is great for us. Yeah, this will be easy. <laughs> Just call dibs. Yeah. <laughs> Just call dibs. Just call dibs on it. Uh, but yeah, iTunes review ratings helps out the show, helps more people find our show, which we like doing and like like to have more people listen to, so there you go. Um, what else? Halloween is coming up. 
We're talking about Carrie, the only horror movie to be released this month. Very strange, if you don't count Gravity, which is terrifying. Um, <laughs> but Halloween is coming up, and because of that, really we've, it seems like it seems like a no-brainer to do a Halloween commentary. So that's what we're going to do in the near future. We're going to release a Halloween commentary track, because in case you didn't hear enough from the masters, John Carpenter and J.B. Lee Curtis, why not figure, let's do a couple of schmoes talk about it here. So that's gonna that's gonna happen. Uh, Brandon Peters, who's been doing a great job on his blog, the Naptown Nerd at Blogspot.com, he's been writing an article every day about the movie Halloween, as well as having guest writers come on for his blog for that. Every day, every that's day, he's had a new hall, at, at least one new Halloween re- movie related article. That's unbelievable. Uh, the series too, not just like the movie. Well, there's like oh, 35 God. Halloween movies. There's, there's eight. There's there's eight of them. This is not late before time. Max. There's, there's eight. I mean, he's not far off. There's eight of them in two, and then the re- the remake and the sequel. So I mean, there's a lot of content to cover. Wow. I'll be writing an article eventually for his site as well. But yeah, he's doing a great job. But he's going to join us for sure because he's a Halloween resident expert. Uh, trying to get Mendelssohn on there too. Everyone likes Scott Mendelssohn. Abe might be on if he's you know around, right? right? Maybe. Right? Yeah. Right? Right? Um, that's the harassment going on. That here. was that physical banter we do. <laughs> <laughs> great for the podcast. It's awkward. Exactly. But yeah, so that's what's only going for, on then. For the guests. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's happening. Halloween commentary coming soon, probably around Halloween. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and people love the commentary track, so there you go. Let's move on now, guys. Let's move on to know everybody. Where each week we ask each other a few questions, try to set the tone for the podcast, and better get to know everybody. At one point, I think all of us should just say that. <laughs> no, know everybody. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I've been doing that since the start of this show, and no one's caught up with this. That I paused oh, for that reason. That's uh, why. I'm <laughs> guessing the listeners are listening to, and they're just they, going, they, they say. No, everybody. I, I like I'm to think that that's either. the catchphrase <laughs> listeners have for this show. That's, no that's the part they wait for. They're all saying. <laughs> they all say no, everybody. Shirts. Right in if you do that. No, everybody. Out now, gmail.com. Okay. No, everybody. I'm going to start this one off this week, and I'm going to go to Ken. Bad. Ken. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What are your current favorite horror movies? Oh, okay. Um, current as in recent or current as in... Current as in, like, what are the ones, like, people say, what's your favorite horror movie? What are the ones you name off? Uh, my, the... My go-to all-time favorite horror movies, no question, is like a tie between The Exorcist and John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, I know a lot of people say them, but they just strike a good chord for me. They actually terrify me all the way through. Um, in terms of, I just want to throw out one recent honorable honorable mention is uh, The Orphanage. The Orphanage. I, I yeah. love that movie all the way through. It's terrifying, but by the time the story wraps up, it's such a quality narrative and you see just the different literary parallels going through it, that you don't really think of it as much of a horror movie at the end, you just think of it as a great movie. Mm. So, yeah, so those are my plugs. Awesome. Um, Abe. Yeah. If you were the director of a horror movie, uh-huh. and your main character was running from the killer, uh-huh. what would it be that would slow them down from getting away from the killer? <laughs> would it be a flat lawn that was precariously not very flat at one point that they break their ankle in? Oh, that's bad memories already. <laughs> I was running a couple days ago, and I actually tripped on like something in the dark, and I rolled my ankle. Classic Brom. Is it weird that my initial answer to this was a giant puddle of melted cheese? I was actually like... thinking something like that, too. I was like, something ridiculous like that, like in that Freddy Krueger movie where like he captures that dude in that, that mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy contraption. Yeah, I don't know. The guy's like... Arr! The fun is catching yeah, I'd, I'd have to say like packets of like ketchup or something. <laughs> it's just like there's just like one packet of ketchup, and in the, in the it's like 
No! Oh, no! The worker working behind, like, the Burger King counters, jumping over, they knock over the ketchup packets, and they're slipping everywhere. There's banana peels. Yeah, okay. I was imagining more, like, hot sauces at Taco Bell, so you like, get the fire sauce for one movie, and the sequel, you get the mild. <laughs> <laughs> they slip and get a face full. That's of it. Already, no, the G-rated version is the mild yeah, package yeah. digitally entered in. That's really good, because of, like, they, they have that like, stupid little saying on the exactly. back, like, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The sauce were told that. There's a movie poster right there. The it's sauce- a Taco Bell hot sauce packet that says you're dead. Oh god, the killer's <laughs> long card has got the packet that he leaves with the body. He's got a different killing catchphrase. The sauce foretold. <laughs> Greenlighted, Hollywood. You're up. Alright, Matt. Oh boy. We're starting to get bad, bad vibes about this eccentric girl that was asked to prom by the cool guy. What's your escape plan? What is my He plugged hold on. He plugged in both movies that we're talking about this week. That's amazing. I, I'm, I'm getting bad vibes, so I am the girl. Get, no no, you're just like you're just a, a dude at the prom. You're just like I'm just a dude at the you're prom. You're not her date, you're just some no, dude. You're just, you're just like there with I'm getting bad, bad you're vibes. You're like, you know what? I don't trust this little, you know, charade here. I don't I don't trust this home run hitting football thrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown. For, for, for those of you out there, that's a reference to the original character. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, if I was getting bad vibes, I really, I don't know. Maybe I'd try to steal the date. And, and just get out of there? No, no. I'm saying take take the, what would you call the girl? Eccentric. 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 Yeah. I might go after the eccentric girl. Try to, you know, kick the football star to the curb and oh, say, right. she'll be my date. Biff Cannon style, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bit him. Which apparently means implied rape. Like, what is that? <laughs> George, please. Oh my god! I, I think yeah, you gotta got just steal Step the Step away, McFly. You're up. Yeah, steal it. All right, uh, Ken. Yes. Your birthday. All right. I think tomorrow. So yep. I'll ask you this one, which I think uh, was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Arnold and Stallone together in escape plan. Mm-hmm. Break, design. I, I like to think that Arnold Stallone designed the prisons, also. <laughs> okay, but probably didn't. But up for debate. Okay. In Escape Plan Two, we meet his twin brother who does that. Okay, <laughs> that's also but, um, jigsaw. If, okay. In, in the next Arnold and Stallone movie, what's your what's your outrageous premise for their next oh, film? Awesome! I that's like a, this. That's a good one. Uh, that's a great one. Oh, give me a second. Um, got it. So. Um, Stallone is running a, uh, a family-operated unicycle shop. Uh, <laughs> work with me. Hey, yo, yeah, you exactly. Want In a not-well-known beach town, and so, you know, and tourism's been low. And Arnold comes in, and he's a uh, avid advertiser that's been down and out. He's had basic alcohol problems, and you know his is he a mad? There's so much backstory to his character. I I know them already. And the both of them are just down and out. But you know what? Arnold Schwarzenegger just has a heart for Sloan in this little bicycle shop, and so he decides he's going to pull his act together. Wait, there's and get two wheels on the bikes now. I thought it was unicycle. Oh, I, 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 it's a unicycle shop. I'm sorry well, if I slipped. Details are important. It's true. <laughs> but then I'm not going to reveal how it ends. But uh, let's just say you have to watch the movie to find out. It's a it's an epic dramedy between two muscle bound loving men on unicycles. On unicycles. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure how that tied to Carrie in any way. No, but... it doesn't matter. Okay. Tied to escape plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I've tried to tie the two, but didn't do it very well. Aaron. Yeah. Since we're doing just general horror movies right now, um, what's, what horror genre would you say actually scares you most? Oh, I've, I think I've been on the record saying there's creepy kids. 
Creepy kid movies. Oh, oh yeah. I can't deal with Got that. Got it. Yeah. Creepy kids, creepy dolls, a good second place there. Okay. Not these days so much. I was watching like the Chucky movies. Actually, I was watching Curse of Chucky movie. The Curse of Chucky, the newest Chucky movie. It's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. The endings a little bit. The ending has like way too many endings. For one yeah. thing, it's kind of weird. It's like I was like, why it's is this like, like Clue? It's like Clue. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> no, it's, like <laughs> it's like Return of the King, Tim where it just like keeps all. going. Yeah. I thought oh, it was like the Goosebumps book for you to choose your ending. That book made me scared to go in my closet because I thought there was going to be like a dummy in there. Razzle Dazzle like covers. Yeah, no, I, I uh, creepy kid movies, and right. generally because creepy kids already scare me. I'm like those twin, those little girls in The Shining, mm. uh, The Bad Sea. That's a classic. Uh, but the the thing is, like, it's normally like creepy kid mixed with like some parent that like sees how evil this kid is, while everyone else is like oblivious to it. So mm. I'm like really frustrated the whole time, while also <laughs> terrified of this child like appearing randomly at night. So yeah, that's the <laughs> that it both pisses me off and scares me. I think Got it. creepy kids are scary because you can't like hit them with a golf. Exactly, club. you can't do anything to them. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, they just have to stop uh, being creepy and kind of cry a little. And you're like, oh god, like what do I do now? I'll even, and then they attack. I'll even yeah, call out a movie. Uh, yeah. Jacob, a friend of the show, Sam Rockwell. Joshua, not Jacob. Oh, Joshua, a friend of the show, Sam Rockwell. He, uh, he's, he's, it's, 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 uh, it's him and this little boy, and they, he just hates this boy so much. But no one else sees how evil he is. It's, it's, it's just very frustrating. Did he just like shoot him with a syringe like a pet It cemetery? becomes this. It actually becomes like, like a dark sorry. comedy after a while. Oh. It's, 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 it's a oh. solid movie. Joshua, I think it's on Netflix actually. <laughs> Um, Check it out. Abe. Yeah. What horror film, like, scared you to the point of not sleeping? Uh, well, I was young when I saw the stupid remake of House on Haunted Hill with Tate Diggs. But there's, like, the scene where there's, like, you, you know... That's, the, like, 98 or 99. Yeah, yeah but there's, like, the scene where, like, you know, they, they recreate that whole entire, like, stabbing the neck and, like, the pencil goes through. And I was like, oh, this is a... It's quite graphic. And Ooh. then uh, there's, like, those stupid tableau scenes, right, where, like, they're just, like, walking around this empty mansion and they see, like... The recreation of these doctors just looking up at you. They're like, "Oh, okay, well, yeah." So that terrified you to the point of not sleeping. It was it was in Boston too. And not like, even oh, Tay smile was able to like. Tay Diggs was cool. And he then, lives. Spoilers. And then Chris <laughs> Kattan. <laughs> that was like Spoilers. that was like the best Chris Kattan movie ever because you know he just comes back. In, no, out of four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just kidding about the Chris Kattan thing. That, that night, I, I miss Mango. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Yeah, I'd, watch that movie. I'd watch the horror with the Mango movie <laughs> with. Uh, What's that cowboy singer or what's that country singer? Anyway, Harry Connick Jr. No, <laughs> um, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I know you've already got two questions, but this one's specifically for you. Carrie has a bodily function that happens at inopportune time. <laughs> Aaron, what's the worst time that you've had to go pee? Like, it's like the most inopportune time for you to go pee. Um, I can't think of a specific example. I'd probably imagine there was some like roller, not roller, because I hate roller coasters. I would imagine there was some kind of like amusement park situation. I'm like, I really need to go, but damn, I've been in this line for forty minutes. Um, <laughs> not as funny as that. No, you know what? Thing. No, there was there's was some. Let me think. If I could think of the movie, that'd be great. But there was a movie where I'm, like it's maybe had like an hour to go, and I just did not want to get up, and that like was annoying. I can't think of it at this time, but if I, I'll just shout it out randomly during the time and not make any context of why I, I'm I shouting like out this movie. We've done that before. We've, yeah, it, yeah, it served us well in the We're past. Like, what the? F- well, I've asked my two questions, so let's go to Matt, Matt, Eva. Uh, another question? question? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not much of a, a horror fan because they scare the crap out of me, and I'm kind of a girly girl when it comes to that, so I'm sticking more to the escape plan side of things. <laughs> That's fine. Um, when I see Arnold and Sly on the same screen it got me thinking kind of like a I kind of want to see like a blood sport tournament of geriatric actors <laughs> action stars see that's the expendables I'd want to see yes. <laughs> um, I guess kind of a question I guess all three could give an answer um, who do you think would win and what would be their weapon 
Hmm. So who, who's involved? Just Stallone? Well, no, no, geriatric, like, geriatric. So like kind of the old stars. action star. Okay. Yeah. Can they be basically, dead? Basically, the Expendables cast. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess they can't can, be dead. Can be I'm, I'm okay work. with them being okay. dead. Charles right. Bronson. Oh. With, like, <laughs> his fist. A sack of quarters <laughs> in a sock. <laughs> you never saw me coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nickels in a pillowcase. I nailed my Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got a wish for death. <laughs> I think that's going to be Clint Eastwood just with a hard stare. Yeah. Oh, man. I'd or, say Clint Eastwood. like an empty chair. Yeah, exactly. Right? I would Very still nice. not mess with that man. I, no, I'd say... Scares honestly, me. Honestly, I, I got an answer. And he's like 90. I have, an I, answer to, I have an answer for this. Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin's badass. I'd watch him do Lee so. Marvin. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be, no, he wouldn't have any quips to say. He'd just get the job done and get the hell out of there. Politely <laughs> 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 leave town. Uh, Ken, I think you have one more question, right? I already did two. Did you oh, do two? Yeah. What was it two? You had the unit? Yeah, right. He asked me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, never mind. Then I, is that it? It's ketchup packet. Yeah. I feel like we've adequately gotten to know everybody. No, everybody. There you go. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to... No, 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 everybody. No, everybody. I'm not going to edit any of that. <laughs> Let's get down to our quickies. And you shouldn't. Tim. Each one out now, the very end of the day, we try to talk about one main movie of the week, but we always see many other movies during the week as well, so we got to separate out our quickies. Tim. Got it. On point. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, have you seen any other movies this week? Uh, no. Good job. Simple as that. <laughs> Ken, have you watched any other movies in the recent that. times that you watched? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I finally got around to watching VHS 2, which I've been meaning to watch Ooh. for a while. Yeah, Redbox. <laughs> I really dug it. And um, just a little... It's uh, just like the first one. It's it's gritty. It can be hard to watch at times, just the sheer brutality of it. But it's got this, um, this unique feel to it that really doesn't come with most steady cam films and I really do enjoy the VHS movies so far huh. um, but there's one directed by the same director of The Raid yeah, that is yeah. that is hard to watch <laughs> it's a tough one that is a tough one to watch that's the one you just afterwards pause it go outside and kind of reflect on what you just watched but um, I told I had to stop it when it, when I was watching it just like I talked I like, texted, texted Abe and I was like I'm like, taking uh, a break <laughs> this is too much it is brutal but you know it it's a very good watch, though. If mm. you can deal with a little brutality in your horror movie and like to be genuinely unsure of what's going to happen in a situation, and like, no, like shorter quickies, like you know, twenty yeah. to thirty minute skits, yeah, it's, it, it's very enjoyable. You'd agree it's less mean spirited than the first one. Oh, I would. Oh, very much agree with kind that. of the wraparound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. And it's, For, and it's shorter. Like it's only two. It's only like ninety minutes as opposed to like over two hours. You like know, the first that's one. actually a good point. I'd say I like this one better than the first one simply because of that. Because there was just a lot of like hate between the characters in the first one. I felt, but yeah, mm. no. I've Absolutely. Cool. Matt, you've seen any other movies in recent times? I saw a movie called Overcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you a, did. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fine film about a, uh, a troubled youngster who uh, only had interest in causing trouble in his small town, and then he got into a brutal head-on collision with a, the young princess tennis star of the high school, and... They they overcame the urge to uh, to hate and want to destroy and became a, a good young lad. I believe this is available in the religious and faith based section on Netflix Watch Instant. That's overcome. <laughs> Got overcome. It. Thank you. You buy, you guys have both seen Gravity too, correct? Correct. Yes. Did you did you enjoy that film? I really enjoyed it thoroughly. Mm. Yes. IMAX in three D. Oh yeah. Oh. Yes. Yep. Went out to wow. Going for it. Going for broke, you guys. Yeah. I'm proud of you, both of you. Absolutely, it was worth it. Space. Hands down. The <laughs> final frontier. <laughs> Sandra Bullock's best performance. Um, I got. I got. <laughs> I agree. Um, 
I got some quickies as well, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop myself from saying it and go cut to a recording I took two days ago with friend of the show Marcus Robinson. I'm pointing for some reason. I'm not sure why. Because they're in spirit. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But right hey, now Marcus. we're gonna cut right to that recording of Marcus and I recording our thoughts on Escape Plan. All right, Marcus and I just got out of seeing Escape Plan, yeah. the new film. Let's see if we can name all the actors. The new film has <laughs> Stallone. Uh, Jim Caviezel Schwarzenegger 50 Cent Sam Neill uh, Who else is in it? Amy Ryan uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> Stallone Schwarzenegger Vinny James, of course Oh, yeah Yeah um, This is, of course, the film where Stallone is an expert prison breaker outer of her yeah. <laughs> And he's given the toughest task yet when he has to break out of a prison that's off the charts <laughs> and unofficial in every way possible it's a movie, all right. Marcus, what did you think of Escape Plan? Uh, you know, I, <laughs> for how overcomplicated it was, it was, at the ending really sealed it for me. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of liked it. It was funny, and they gave a lot of, of good lines to Schwarzenegger, and, you know, there's a lot of nonsense to wade through, but, but you know, overall, I kind of dug it a little bit. I think... I think uh, Sylvester Stallone should come out with like a DVD kind of of these bad kind of action movies. It's just straight to DVDs. It kind of, it certainly fits the kind of like '80s movie that just happens to have them as older people yes. in them. Yes. And I'd say I, I liked it too. I mean, it's it's like that scene in Face Off where they're in the prison and it's yeah. like we're like we're like Nick Cage is stuck in prison and they're like let's expand that to a whole ninety minute movie. Yes. <laughs> and that's what they, they did. I mean, there are a lot of just references to a bunch of 80s film 90s but like there's a whole like true lie I don't want to give anything away but there's a whole like true lies thing there's a whole like predator thing even just the way it's kind of made like there's the the wipes and it's like it has kind of an old school kind of way about it just with a you know a modern kind of budget and look to it which oh yeah it worked for me i had it fun it's work. i i was impressed that stallone played maybe the smartest character he's ever played in a yeah. movie because he's he's building all kinds of super things he has all these smarts about the 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 earth's rotation to help him figure out where this prison is on earth like yeah yeah that i mean that it gets kind of nuts the visuals get kind of nuts when he's explaining uh you know things but yeah it, it was, I mean, I think when it got to the jokes and, and it, it was very aware of what kind of movie it was. Certainly, and I think yeah. that's, that's, what, that's why it, it kind of worked. It's not great, but it's just... It's, it's for what it, yeah, for what it for is. What it it's, is. it's doing what it can well. For what it is. And I mean, Schwarzenegger and Stallone, they have a good chemistry together. They, they work. Still, they like, do work really they well. They work. I, hearing Stallone talk against Schwarzenegger in a yeah. movie, it's like my... Despite how much I'm not a big fan of the Expendables movies, here I mean I guess with less care with just them two. As, as far as old guys in movies go, like an old buddy movie, I would see this over Stand Up Guys or that. Oh my god! That yeah, old <laughs> last Las Vegas, Las Vegas, <laughs> and whatever. I would see that over this or, or this over or the, this, this over that. that. Yeah, yeah. This has just, at least it's, this is funny. Yeah, escape plan. Solid, solid dollar theater for me. I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I mean, if you if you're just looking to to see something this weekend and you've seen everything, you know, this is, yeah, yeah, this is empty just mindless, fun. Empty, mindless empty fun. good fun. Yeah. This is something you can talk talk in the theater through. Awesome. All right. Cool. We've done it. We've done a live recording on the spot following our screening yeah. of Escape Plan. Yeah. Back to the show. 
And we're back from that recording. Oh, man, that was oh, seamless. Oh, Marcus, that was great. <laughs> a good thought. It's very good, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, thanks. Nice no, we got to... It was fun to... I, I haven't met Marcus in real life before, so it's besides doing this podcast, it was fun to actually, like, be with him in person. And so. everything Marcus said was while wearing a Reptar shirt. That's true. true. So. A Reptar? A Reptar yes, shirt. A Reptar shirt. <laughs> very true. So, yeah, that's what we thought of Escape Plan, um, which I... Which Can't Matt, wait to go see it. Which Matt and Ken were both at with me. I would say it's the I'd say it's the best new release of this week. <laughs> Wide release. Because um, I've talked about how bad the fifth estate is already. Let's move on to movie trailer talk. Each week we talk about some of the newest trailers and what we thought of them when they're coming out and what have you. First trailer we have is for I, Frankenstein. This is obviously the new film starring Aaron Eckhart as... <laughs> Frankenstein's monster, who apparently calls himself Frankenstein these days. Maybe he just took his he took his surname. And, uh, <laughs> I was curious to that as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He um, took some English courses. He's able to speak more fluently I, now. I, I think I could probably try to describe the plot, but I think I could do even by, myself a favor by just saying it's essentially Underworld with, instead of a hot chicken leather, a Aaron Eckhart that does martial arts with as Frankenstein. Correct. And, right. Yeah. And I replace. Took, I think it took a little bit of blade too. Yes. A little blade. Yeah, yeah. A little blade in there. Replace <laughs> vampires and werewolves with angels and demons and uh, gargoyles. Gargoyle. Little gargoyles action. Yeah. Yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. If they gargoyles live action. Brooklyn. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> exactly. Good movie. So with all that said. Ken, what did you think of the trailer for I, Frankenstein? Um, I found it frustrating. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know much about Frankenstein, but I do know that his one fear is fire. And for some reason, I felt like the whole trailer, he was doing nothing but running at fire. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to face your fears. Guys. Yeah, so he's being attacked Nike. by these, like, I swear they're gargoyles. I, I don't know what I they're supposed they are, to be. But, um, so, be. but every time they die, they burst into flames. And so it's just, he's... He, for some reason, he like basically knows kung fu at this point. He's not just a lumbering. He's not a lumbering idiot anymore. Um, he's just I don't know a martial arts specialist that's fighting gargoyles. I, I didn't feel like there was anything creative to it. I felt like it was just they were looking for a new mythos to uh, just kind of move the new the vampire craze over to. And uh, I don't think it's going to do very good at that. So yeah, wasn't a big fan of it. Matt, thoughts? I. Yep, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, did I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, I was a bit confused by the title. <laughs> I was too. Didn't, didn't realize it was an I and a comma. I just thought the the movie screen had a little blip on it. It's produced it, by Apple, didn't you know? <laughs> oh, oh, I thought wow. it was a sequel to iRobot. So I mean, Small I don't know. I, lowercase I. Uh, I. I pretty much agree with Ken. It's, uh, it looks like uh, actually I know nothing about Frankenstein or his monster. So maybe actually it isn't the monster. It's actually. Dr. It is Doctor Frankenstein. Twist. I just, I just got it. Spoilers. But, wow, I'm suddenly more interested in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am now too. <laughs> uh, yeah, same thing. It's like you said. It's Underworld. Bill Nye, the science guy's there. Bill Nye is in the movie. He doesn't say anything in the trailer. He just kind of leans forward. And and says, I, I saw it. I thought it was Underworld without um, hot. What's her name? Kate Anne, Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. And. Anne Hathaway, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. That's attractive. <laughs> Fight vampires. Yeah, same thing. It'll make money, but nothing special. Abe, uh, it was a weird release date. It's January, so I'm thinking to myself, man, this movie looks like crap. Uh, primarily because I was thinking to it, it's like, wow, it's uh, almost like Underworld. And it's like from the producers of Underworld. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, Bill Nye's in here too. Oh, okay. Well, Bill I guess Nye. It, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I also found it funny that you know they, they show Aaron Eckhart's name for like you know two seconds so you can read it, and then they also show Bill Nye's name for two seconds so you can read. It. And they're like Yvonne something. It's like oh, it's just like half a second. It's like 
don't even know who this girl is. Also, she, she was a, she was a star of Chuck oh. in the last two seasons of Dexter. Also, hmm. why why is Frankenstein so buff and why can he move so quickly? I mean, he's made up of different body parts. He has no bolts. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't like this. Don't like he's got a lot of clothing. It could be covering the bolts. And I also thought that this was Michael Fassbender, and I was like, this would have been a cooler movie with Michael Fassbender, but no, no it's Aaron. Well, I mean, it would have been cool because of Michael Fassbender, but yeah. I, I'd be like, I'd be disappointed in Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> so January release kind of makes me think that it's not going to be good. Yeah, I agree with all you guys. I don't care at all. I dislike the Underworld series. I dislike the Resident Evil series, which seems like movies that are interchangeable with each other. And so this movie, just like, no, that's, that's my answer. No. <laughs> thank you, but no, thank you. Um, no premium according rush. to IMDb, Aaron Eckhart's name in the film is Adam and not Frankenstein, I guess. But the movie's just called I, Frankenstein, so, you know, <laughs> I've already confused too much. <laughs> you don't want to give away the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. It's oh like God. John Carpenter. <laughs> Where does he go? John Mars. Carpenter's The Thing? What? There's no John Carpenter in this movie? <laughs> Alright, I Frankenstein hits theaters January 24th, 2014. The next trailer we have to talk about is called Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. This is not to be confused with Paranormal Activity 5, because this is a spin-off before we get to Paranormal Activity 5. To, okay. If I want to go even further, there was going to be a Paranormal Activity 5 until they realized, hey, we don't have writers that have come up with an idea yet, so we can't film this, so let's release a Jackass movie instead. Same studio, same time slot, different movie. Uh, so Paranormal Activity 5 is coming out way later next year, so in the meantime, we have this spinoff, uh, which is... A, it's a spinoff. It, uh, it's, the Marked Ones. It, the Marked Ones. It... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. What happens in this trailer? Hey, what happens in this trailer? You watch, uh, you just watch it. <laughs> they basically had this murder, or some death that happens below them in the apartment, and some weird spirits have been haunting the occupants of the apartment above them. So, strange stuff ensues in Oxnard, California, where there are hardly any cholos, I would say, because Oxnard is, you know, a nice little beach town. <laughs> and, uh, strange stuff ensues, including bite marks and children that you see in the other films. Those were bite marks? Well, I thought the, guys the spirits are. were just giving them hickeys. <laughs> yes, they were, yeah. Uh, it, it's exactly, hickeys with, that's hickeys exactly my teeth. Yeah, it, it looked like they were just giving them really rough hickeys. Well, what we can tell, there's certainly a Latino uh, bent to this uh, yes, this this, um, this spin-off. Yeah, including does, a character named Cholo. Thank you. And it does... Uh, <laughs> it says that I am to be... David Fernandez Jr. It does like try to connect Cholo. itself to the other uh, previous iterations of the series. It mentions uh, Katie and Christy by right. name. And I think they actually see them in the, the, in the film at one point. Yeah, or probably. In or like, like in footage or whatever. And, but yeah, it is another found footage entry in the Paranormal Activity series, but it takes place at a different time, I guess, to tie-in yeah. in some mm-hmm. way. We'll see how that Maybe goes. A but few hours later. With all that said, Ken, did you have any thoughts on this trailer? I mean, it's... Um, I, I think that if you, anyone hadn't seen any of the other movies and they watched this one, I'm sure it would be just as good. I've, I've enjoyed all the Paranormal Activity movies so far. Um, the only thing that I don't like about it is that they aren't super creative. They usually have a couple interesting twists in all of them that keep you going. But I'd say that all of them are fairly interchangeable in terms of their quality. So I'm expecting this to be enjoyable to the average person. Uh, if you've seen all the other four, I don't think it's going to bring much more to the table. But I think that the spin they're trying to go for on this one is kind of take a bit more of a voodoo slash hoodoo... Uh, twist to it as opposed to just the straight paranormal um, well I mean, it is paranormal but it's trying to have a little bit more of a religi- religious twist than the others but I uh, I probably end up seeing it on Netflix from what I saw in the trailer mm. unless it gets amazing reviews but I'm I'm sure that'll be scary at times Matt thoughts 
As I'm on record on saying already, horror movies or scary movies scare the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, paranormal activities, yeah, I really don't fault another story at all, any of the five of them or four of them, so I figure it'll be just like the others where I won't watch it because it's going to scare me and I don't want to be scared. There you go. <laughs> Abe? Uh, it certainly looks like it's going to be slightly... I basically agree with Ken and his detailed report of paranormal activity, the marked ones. But for the most part, it kind of reminded me of our, our interview with our director's... For Ghost Team 1. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it, I guess there's not going to be as much humor in it, but um, it kind of also gives that, that weird vibe of VHS and also uh, some of the um, the Wreck movies as well. Oh, yeah. There are more locations in this than the average Paranormal Activity movie. It's That's like They're kind of going all over the place. It's true. Right. All over Southern California, yeah, apparently. Oxnard. Oxnard, yeah. Down the street. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's going to be something that I that will appeal heavily toward the Latino audience, which I think is a smart thing to do and a good thing to do. You know, it doesn't really necessarily just need to be a bunch of white people in San Diego. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I hope that it's okay. I hope that, you know, they they do do well. Uh, I want them to do well. I just don't want this series and franchise to keep going because I, I think that there's enough that we've seen. I mean, yeah. how much is going to really be? I mean, I, I am curious to see where the next actual paranormal or like full like paranormal activity five goes, just because for whatever reason, I, I I'm enjoying this storyline. I'm enjoying where this. Are whole, you? I am. I, I think it spun its wheels a bit in part five, just to lead up to an in ending that like part four that lead up, leads up to an ending of like, oh, this is getting bigger. But like, yeah, I, I agree for the most part that they're kind of interchangeable. With the exception of... Because 3 had that mounted fan camera. That, yeah, was, cool. that, was, that was the coolest cool. thing. Yeah. Like, 1, like, gets points for, like, being the first one. But mm. 3 had some really creative yeah. stuff in there that I really... I'm going to keep doing the hand motion of mounted fan. You can't see this. Um, but it's... It's oscillating. It's oscillating. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see this one just because it's like... I, I generally, genuinely enjoy this franchise. I'm not, like, looking high... I'm not, like, looking forward to it in, like, a high capacity... But, you know, I'll, I'll go for it. I think the other thing that threw me off is also, it's, it's also a January uh, release. Yeah, no, it's a January release, but I mean, that's... I don't really blame that on it not being a good movie, probably because it's probably not even finished yet, if I had to guess. But just because January is a good time for horror films to come out, and that always works. It's been like uh, The past couple years have had horror movies come out on the first weekend of January, because that's going to mm-hmm. score big bucks after getting, you know, nothing but... Nothing but those silly family, Oscar movies yeah, and yeah. family movies during Christmas season. So uh, yeah, gen- uh, paranormal activity. The marked Save ones. Save your nuggets. Hits. <laughs> Hold on to your nuggets, free birds. It's Thanksgiving. We're gonna sponsor that movie eventually. At this point, Come on, uh, guys. January third is when paranormal activity. The marked ones comes out. So with that out of the way, make it a New Year's resolution. <laughs> make it a New Year's resolution to see paranormal activity. The marked ones. Whereas <laughs> we're calling it P A M O. Yeah. Pamo. Pamo the movie. Pamo. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> quick. Or you can do Padmo with if you want to include the. the no, that's, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> so right. fun. Let's get to our. It's time now. Let's get to our main review for Carrie. Pick you up after school. The other kids, they think I'm weird. Carrie, favorite poem? Did you bring one? <laughs> I don't want to be. I want to be normal. Wipe that smile off your face. I have to try and be a whole person. Before it's too late. <laughs> Help this little girl see the sin of her days and ways. If she'd made innocent, the curse of blood would have been. not even in the Bible. It doesn't say that anywhere. Go to your closet and pray. No. Pray. No! Mama! You pray, little girl. You pray no! for forgiveness. Mama! Mama! Let me 
concentrate hard enough, I can make things move. There are other people out there like me who can do what I can do. Alright, so that should have been some of the trailer for Carrie. This is the remake of the original Brian De Palma classic. I want to do something a little different. Matt, I want you to explain to me the the, the entire original Carrie movie. The entire original. I want you to go from the beginning to the end, and what you could what you could say to describe the Carrie movie. Not just no. Do, take your time. Oh, oh, spoilers. I know. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers for 1976's Carrie. There's not much surprise to be. You know the basic thought of the movie. Boobs. Young. <laughs> yeah. High school girls naked. That's the beginning of the movie. Porkies! I have your attention now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, naked. Boobs. Um, locker room. Steam. Ginger girl. We don't need a lot of adjectives. We can go through some story beats. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you the picture. Okay. I'm like Picasso. <laughs> you don't know what's coming, but there's a bunch of little pieces, and at the end it's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, so young, That's me, your, your, your tagline for you. <laughs> young Carrie White has her awful period moment in the shower. For the first time. For the first time. All her wonderful classmates in high school throw tampons and period plugs. <laughs> That's what it's like called. BBs. Yeah. Wait, those are the tampons. Maxi pads as well. They threw pads too. That's what it was. And they said, plug it, Carrie. They started chanting. Plug it. Wow, plug it's it. really mean. Man. It is. It's it is really mean. mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyways, as we move on, uh, Carrie has no idea what's going on. She thinks she's dying. Her super religious mom, redhead, crazy woman, actress name Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie uh, is pretty crazy, and you're just a little weirded out by her thinking you are really mean to your daughter. <laughs> and eventually, uh, <laughs> Carrie goes back to school and gets made fun of. All the cool girls who were teasing her have to, I guess, like run laps and exercise. So that's their punishment. Yeah, that's their punishment. So they can go to prom because mm-hmm. you know it's prom. Yeah, <laughs> they gotta get what fit. Punishment is that? They gotta get fit. Yeah. And then cool girl says, "Screw that." Well, it's like it's like the tension that oh. that's being fixed with. Yeah, it's exercise. Yeah, yeah. exercise the tension. And one of the girls says, "Nope, she refuses." So she can't go to prom. She gets mad. Lots of stuff happens. Other cool girl with a boyfriend, Sue. Sue. Amy Irving's character. There you go. Mm. Thank you, Aaron. This is the original we're describing. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Actually, the original. Uh, I, just, I saw the original and the, the newest one within In, like a week. Yeah. So now oh. I'm kind of mixing them together. The original, I actually didn't realize that Sue was actually going to be nice to Carrie. Spoiler. And uh, <laughs> Sue and her boyfriend. Tommy Ross. Tommy Ross. That's where you get the football star slash home run hitter. <laughs> Quote from the first one. And... Uh, so yeah, so uh, Tommy Ross ends up asking Carrie to prom. Uh, Carrie, very scared, says no way. And then the girl cracks the whip. Sue and then Tommy Ross asks Carrie again. Carrie says yes. She makes herself a dress. What's going on with Carrie, by the way? What does she also develop besides her time of the month? Oh yeah. <laughs> also, spoiler, uh, telekinesis it seems. She actually went to the library in the first one too. Read a bunch of books. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, telekinesis. On telekinesis. Which they had readily in the high school library. Just like well, Tintin. Obviously. 
Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he went to the library. Went to the library. The library! The <laughs> I actually don't remember the first one Carrie realized she had telekinesis in the first, in the 76. Yeah, yeah she did, because she, well, she got books. Well, well, we only, well I get, she how did she know, though? It happens in the first scene where she, well, yeah, she, she like, makes the light. Yeah. But I don't think she knew she did that. I, well, I mean, the, the, the movie's not emphasizing this as much because it doesn't have crazy special effects to be like, look at all this stuff I can do. But, I mean, she's she knows something's going on. Yeah, I mean, so Carrie figures it all out. Um... So wait, wait, is the, are the books handled like in the Evil Dead, where it's like a mid-montage? She's just like, I'm developing tele- telekinesis, down to the library, telekinesis book, <laughs> flip it open. In the remake, there's some stuff handled. Yeah, in okay. It'd be great if like, the book was also like leather-bound with like human flesh. It's like, do not read unless your name is Carrie. No, I was thinking more like the chemistry. Oh, now I bailed myself a hand in my... <laughs> oh, like Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so moving on, she yeah. reads her books, and she eventually... Says her mother and they argue if she could go to prom with Tommy Ross, and eventually Tommy Ross picks her up for prom, and her mother keeps telling her they're gonna laugh at you, they're gonna hate you, Tommy's never gonna come. She makes it to prom, it's beautiful. It's right. She made her dress. She made her. It's dress. showing her dirty pillows. Oh yes, dirty pillows. How can I forget? <laughs> dirty pillows. For those of you out there, <laughs> dirty pillows are breasts. I was confused by this the first time I saw her when I was like nine, because like her mom says. I can see I can see your dirty pillows because her cleavage is kind of out in their prom dress and I was like what dirty pillows my mom explained this prom they're called breast mother or mama <laughs> yeah mama mama, <laughs> mama they're called breast mama. mama you have them mama <laughs> so eventually Tommy Ross does pick Carrie up for prom they make it to prom we're having a lovely time he asks her to dance she Aww. you know as a quiet young girl she says no and eventually they dance to a nice slow song we're still talking about the original. Yes. What was set up in the meantime leading up to prom by the Meanwhile, others? Sue and her... Not Sue. That's Chris. Sue? Uh, Chris. The mean girl. And her boyfriend played by John Travolta. Oh, John Travolta was her boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. The hair. Oh. Mr. Kata. <laughs> the hair. You should see Carrie, the original, just for Travolta's hair. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you If there's not. one thing to take away from the first character. <laughs> Spend the last time on my hand, he hits it. So, oh my god. So because Chris couldn't go to prom, she decided that she had to get Carrie, because it was Carrie's fault. So she has John Travolta take a sledgehammer and beat a pig's head to death with multiple swings of a sledgehammer in order it's to not kill all. It. He's not all there, the hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hair, the hair blocks out. Yeah. The hair up there. Uh, so they actually collect pig's blood so they could set up a prank to get Carrie at prom to embarrass her. So they collect pig's blood. I'm not sure how they really just kept it in the little bucket they had, but they had a bucket of pig's blood. Killing the pig was harder than obtaining the blood. <laughs> Killing the pig was quite the scene in the first one. At least the audio you get. You don't get a, a visual. And uh, they get to prom, and eventually they vote for prom, king and queen. And Carrie's on the ballot, and they don't know what to do. But Tommy Ross convinces her. We should vote for ourselves. We should vote for ourselves. Something about the devil and false modesty, mm-hmm. and which is really relates back to the whole crazy religious mother thing. Which Boom. Carrie enjoys. So she goes, giggle, Full giggle, circle. dirty pillows, check, hits her name. And sure enough, Tommy Ross and Carrie White. Prom king and the, the ballots are rigged. She was going to win regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and and that uh, sounds ridiculous. And Chris and Chris rigged the ballots. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Damn you! Chris. I like to believe when they got up on stage. I told Aaron this as we were watching them that when they got up on stage, even though uh, John Travolta, whose character's name is Billy, Billy maybe, yeah, Billy and Chris, even though they set up this whole rope pulley system to drop pig's blood on Carrie, 
there happens to be these circles that Tommy Ross and Carrie White stand on, which I like to believe are pressure plates. <laughs> that once they stood on them... Despite the clear rope. <laughs> despite the clear rope, I'm still sticking with their pressure plates. This is clearly Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, those, yeah. Kids really, those kids really studied physics. Like, oh my yeah. God. They knew what they were doing. So They went to the library. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Eventually, the, the pig's blood spills... Carrie is uh, rather upset, to say the least. Kids in the audience begin to laugh. Her mother was right. Her towers kind of take over. And she goes on a, a pretty good, uh, famous, let's kill everyone in here. Rampage. Story. Rampage. She locks all the doors of her powers, and no one's getting out of there alive. Yeah. And poor Tommy Ross gets hit in the head with a bucket. Oh. So yeah, that knocks right. him out. And then as she's stumbling and walking home... She eventually uh, sees Sue and Billy driving the Chris. Tra- Chris. Chris. Chris? Chris. <laughs> All these names. <laughs> High school, you never remember them. Nah. And they try to run her down, but she uses her powers again and moves the car to the side, blows them up. No, like, she's no joke. Like, it's not just uh, to the side, the car falls, she goes over and kills them. You know, it's just, yeah. as soon as the car moved, explosion, dead. <laughs> it was pretty good. She kind of well, got off easy then. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking when I saw the 76. It was, it was, she's like, oh, she just blew him up? Yeah. That's boring. I was thinking that she's going like, to wait till we get to the new oh. one. Oh. <laughs> we won't describe it in the new one. But it certainly makes it. She, horrible deaths are had in the new one. So, wait, wait. So, I haven't seen either of them. So, is it like Akira type killing scene oh, or yeah. is it like Chronicle type? Killing scene we're talking here. I like how you described the movie that's live action Akira. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, the new one has the main, the good kid from Chronicle in it. He plays oh, really? the John Travolta oh, okay. evil boyfriend character. Oh. Yeah, no powers. So, no. no powers. No powers. <laughs> no, Carrie has the powers. <laughs> could have stopped her. So Carrie gets home, covered in pig's blood. Showers. Her mom consoles her. They love each other. The end. Oh, it's a happy ending. Spoiler, her mom stabs her in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Twist! Twist! Her mom stabs her in the back. She uses her powers, throws her to the side, crucifies her, kind of Jesus Christy style, hands the hands in the wall, a bunch of knives, scissors, rulers, Things blades. that aren't generally sharp. Yeah, things that aren't even sharp. In her. She just, like, impales her mother with them. And you kind of go, wow, that was, that was a lot. And uh, then she feels bad that she killed her mom, consoles her, buries the house on top of her. Oh well, you know what they say: family that plays together stays together. They all go down yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so it has a happy ending. Then, uh, <laughs> then for some reason, there's a giant rubble where the house was after Carrie collapsed it all. And Sue, the one who felt bad for her, came back and was she looking. survived. Please. She survived because she got locked out of the gym as everyone else was burning. Uh, to so death. you should have done them the question. Now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> she got out of there. There was a for sale sign. Oh. Carrie burns in hell. Hand for the for uh, guys who can't see yeah. me. My hand was hanging up in the air, just like Jason would. I can guarantee yeah. you right now, <laughs> if, if uh, Michael B. Jordan was with a Palm King at the new carry, Steve Michael, Montgomery. Yeah, Steve Montgomery was there. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. There would have been no, no one. No, no one messing with that. Would have been too cool. Would have been too cool. All right, so Matt. Thank you for that detailed yeah, that description. I hope you all could follow. You know who won? The listeners. But with that said, what did you think of the new carry? Starring Chloe Moretz as Carrie and Julianne Moore as her mother. They made it a lot more obvious that Sue was a friend. Sue and Tommy were friends, and they felt bad for Carrie. Mm. They said, oh yeah, we actually feel bad, and they made a point to say, oh, we need to make sure she's happy and 
so forth. So that was very obvious. Probably also obvious because I watched the first one talk with Aaron about it. He kind of explained it to me. But, uh, I, I mean, I actually, I'd say I probably enjoyed the original much more. Because there was just a lot of close-ups. I felt like every time there was an opportunity to see Carrie, I only saw her face from about six inches away. That was that was about the film for me. This is Les Mis. There there were quite quite a lot of close ups. Yeah, they they did a lot more um, examples of her telekinetic powers, hmm. picking up her bed and so forth. Did it look alright? Um, I mean, I can passable. I can talk yeah. about it. Yeah, you could. It's it happened. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, the, the deaths at the end were a bit more directed towards like she wanted to kill certain people more so than just pure rage pouring mm. out of her. So I actually enjoyed the idea of more pure rage rather than just she's actually trying to get revenge. Okay. But, so definitely recommend the older versus the newer. Streaming. It is streaming on Netflix like instantly. Yeah. I'll uh, talk about the new carry. I overall I did not like this movie. I wanted to and I actually thought up until up until the, since they kicked the bucket uh, the movie was really good. I I, I, re- I was really enjoying the movie for the most part until it got to the pivotal prom sequence. I thought the the setup like it's a remake. You don't need a remake of Carrie, but like they did it, so here we go. And for what they did, I thought it was really well done for up to a point. I think Chloe Moretz did a good job of holding the film as the lead character this time around. She had, as opposed to Sissy Spacek, in all due respect to Sissy Spacek, she's a She's a beautiful woman, but she has a look to carry in the original that you know suggests kind of homely and like not like the like a a person that's been homeschooled and forced to go to school and the kids make fun of her and I get that this one Chloe Moretz she's she's kind of a, she's a babe I mean she's young but she's she's like approaching she's that kind of status and she's hit girl yeah. and she's clearly like down sex. she's very clearly downplaying her looks to play this character which is like all right well she's. <laughs> doing that, I guess. So it's like any other new remake in the 21st century. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like when Jessica Alba can't get a date for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, such a nerd. <laughs> I think Julianne Moore does a fine job as well as the mother. I mean, keep in mind, 76 version, both Sissy Spacek and Piper Laura were nominated for Academy Awards for Best Actress and Sporting Actress. This, yeah, this version, I mean, it's a tough act to follow, but I think they do a good job without trying to replicate the performances necessarily. There's playing the versions of what these characters are. You can't really... You can't really play crazy religious mother and not hit on some of the same beats as the previous version of that. But, um, I mean, yeah, this whole setup, I liked. I liked the high school life, the depiction of 2013 setting with this kind of story going Camera on. Camera phones. Camera phones. Yeah. It, like, it plays mm-hmm. well. Judy Greer's in here as uh, the gym teacher, and I really like Judy Greer. And she would, Is there a gym teacher in the, in the old one? Yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah, the one who does the like... punishments and everything, and she's oh. on Carrie's side, and she's concerned about her going to prom because she doesn't know what's going to happen exactly. Gotcha. Like, And I think Judy Greer does a good job of holding that part together. And yeah, like it all works really well to me. Like at the telekinesis stuff, like it's done more because you have the effects and it's whatever. But like it worked. It kind of set up attention and like going into carry, you know, for the most part, you know what the story is going to be. So like, it's hard to look past. Like I know where this is going as opposed to the original where I, when I saw it, I knew where it was going. But I mean, audience at the time not necessarily would have. Although it was a best selling best selling Stephen King novel, so be that as may. Then it gets to the prom scene, and what I didn't like is, Matt mentioned this too, like, the violence is kind of directed at certain people as opposed to, like, every it's a free-for-all of just me being crazy now because you are all laughing at me. But it just, it felt like, it felt more like a studio wanting you to, like, enjoy this bloodlust that was happening as opposed to being terrified of the fact that innocent people are being murdered left and right, and that's what bugged me about it. Hmm. It really, it felt like, 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 um... 
like five of the Final Destination sequels. Those are movies you see them because you want to see crazy elaborate right. death sequences, not because you feel bad for these people. They're like, oh my god, why is this happening to this person? That's so crazy. I just dodged death right now. Yeah, it's it, gonna come after. It feels like a joke. If that's, I mean, then that's why it's bad to me. That's why the movie overall doesn't work. It feels like it's not taking the situation seriously. It just wants to show you cool death sequences, and it it accomplishes that good job. The filmmaking look is it looks good, but I mean it. Just didn't work for me in terms of what the tone of the Carrie story is supposed to be. So two questions. Yeah, are, are the death sequences like super elaborate? Like, oh, Carrie's like pulling the skin off this girl's face or they're, something like they're that. They're not super. I mean, it's not crazy gory, but I mean okay. the, the 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 deaths you see are people you've seen throughout the film that have done mean things to Carrie, mm-hmm. and less so in terms of showing like a high school get wiped out. And I can understand maybe it's a studio saying recent events make this impossible to show this kind of mass murder. And I don't need to see... I'm not saying I need to see, like, a right. mass murder on display. It's just the tone of that scene didn't work for me at and, all. Yeah. And that's a pivotal scene of the movie, and that's the thing you botched, so that doesn't help. Yeah. And during your explanation, Matt, I, I was very interested to hear you say that, you know, it's more like she just hurts everyone because her rage takes over. So is that because she just doesn't have control over the telekinesis? No, she or, does. She has she's oh, she control. Does, yeah. She has, like, full control. It's yeah. not like yeah, well, she, yeah, she, thing she has, where it's, like, Cyclops going crazy and he doesn't know how to use his visor yet. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's more she has control and, like, in the newer one, she's definitely saying, I want to have this elaborate death happen this way. Uh-huh. Let me make this, you know, like, Happy Gilmore. I hit it off of that and it'll bounce here, roll there, <laughs> you go off of that. And that's kind of like, you know, like a final this destination. Is a Happy Madison production movie? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> and that's, it's kind of like the Final Destination deaths uh-huh. more in the newer one, where in the older one it's just, I don't know, I saw it as just kind of the, the pure rage coming yeah. out, like Cyclops, okay. where it's just, um, I want to make that's people not because pay. She, she couldn't control it. It's, just it's not she couldn't control it, but she's so, she's so angry and yeah. fear, like all these different emotions are manifesting themselves within this power she has, yeah. which she can control, and she's directing it at everybody because she's like, why she is this happening to me? But I really feel like in the original she doesn't, I mean, she has control over, but in the the final prom scene, it's not as like that's her fair. emotions take over. Okay. Yes, like she, she yes. can't actually control it in that one. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's like the Cyclops rage, just boom, everyone yeah. take it. Where yeah. in the newer one, she has the control. She can the newer control one, she has like a laser, and this one, she has more of a sprayer in this direction. And the older one, she has a sprayer in this direction. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that yeah, kind of fair. I, uh, I have a question about the old one. Are you supposed to be at the end of the movie still sympathetic towards Carrie? Like, do you still yes. feel rare? Okay, that's the that's that that, that, that seems so crucial into the new one miss that i wouldn't say it missed that it just i wasn't into how it portrayed itself you just and felt like a, a audience member in the coliseum watching a gladiator kill you're supposed to like get lost in the blood that's yeah kind of that's kind of what that's what it seems like the movie was trying to do yeah as much as i was enjoying chloe okay. moretz's performance although looking at her making faces like Whoa, like that just got it's like slow motion, it was dude? pretty silly <laughs> there's a whole there's like a, there's, she starts flying it's like there's there's things going on in there. Honestly, yes. And the close-ups. So there's plenty Wait. of close-ups. You can <laughs> so not faces. everybody dies in the end scene in the new character. Correct. Correct. Okay, well that's good. It's good. It, it, I, I see what you're saying. It, like, it, the, it, the tone really, I think, I think that, that hits Aaron's point where because everyone doesn't die, mm-hmm. it's kind of, they're saying, well, look at these Final Destination type of deaths that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she didn't kill everyone because you know she wanted to control and make sure this person lived because they were nice. And right. this person didn't because they were mean to me. Where well, I, I guess think, you would have survived then in this new one. Well, I, I think there's a way that nice you could have shown well, people. I, have, yeah. I think there's a the way question. you could have shown this oh. where people, where there are survivors, but still make make it work in terms of how the tone of the film played out. And I just feel like leading up to it was a different movie than the movie we got when it got to this scene. Hmm. Hmm. And they really it did start quite a bit differently. 
the girls, oh, the, the, the girls, the yeah. girls were wearing bras and underwear. <laughs> oh, so darn! Basically, that knocks spoilers. That yeah. knocks, that knocks for, the full being, for, being, for being an R-rated movie, stones. this movie doesn't cash in on the the, the, the locker room period blood sequence. <laughs> yeah, well, how, are, how are the performances? I, as I said, I think Chloe Moretz is good in this movie. I think Julianne Moore does a good job in this movie. The um, the, the lead bad Chris, the lead bad girl, Portia Doubleday. Her, her name, name is Chris. Chris. Yeah. Chris. That's the character's name. Yeah, um, I think she does a good job of being evil. I, as I said, I like Judy Greer in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the Sue character c- kind of bugged me. She didn't. I mean, she. It was very obvious what she was doing, but she, I, I don't know. Something about her just didn't seem right. To I thought me. she. I thought she did hit the popular high school girl note pretty I well get, though yeah. because the way she cracked the whip on her boyfriend to say that's fair yeah. you, you, you must you're gonna go do this because <laughs> Carrie says no to him initially yeah, and yeah. then the girlfriend Sue says you're gonna ask her again I and did he's l- like okay I like the boyfriend oh, character dude. I thought he was a good prom date for Carrie he was yeah. trying his best and he seemed convincing about it the um the guy from Chronicle who played the evil boyfriend like he he was this like tough guy who didn't go to the school anymore and yeah he drove a muscle car I'm a <laughs> yeah. and I hang out around the high school he, he does literally he just like he just looks full on making out with Chris like straddling him on this car outside the school it was funny it's a Carl's Junior commercial what yeah, exactly. it's just like yeah oh my god they're eating so many famous stars um, <laughs> get it all over the place I guess yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I mean, so because yeah, I didn't hate this movie by any means. There's been remakes that I, the thing is the one oh, that comes God. to mind, the, the remake remake <laughs> that I just absolutely abhor. With one hint back that it was like st- still in the '80s with her listening. Oh my God, that was so. But like this, so this movie wasn't. It wasn't like bad. It was just kind of frustrating that it couldn't pull off what it. I thought had set up quite well for the most part. So this movie, did, oh god, honestly, it just sounds like it was so close, and that's probably what yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it got to, it got to the scene. It needed to, it needed to make it work overall. The prom sequence, and then mess that up for me. Yeah, uh, if okay. others liked it more, that's great for them. But I just didn't. I mean, I know what the RT score is. It's not super low, <laughs> but it's not super high either. I mean, seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it just overall it. If it had, it didn't have anything really to say for 2013 style. It just kind of modernized did it, the, which is fine. Did the 76 one have something to say? I, I think that there's a way to read into things about being a social outcast in high school mm. at that time, and even probably other parables that I don't really want to get into at this time. Mm. But I mean, this one, it's just more following beat for beat that film, and not even the story. The night by night, because I've read the Carrie book actually, mm. and it's it has a decidedly different, not too different, but it. it Characters are placed in different areas in that book that happen differently. So this is based off of the the previous film and not the previous book, gotcha. which had the same screenwriter. This film, this film in the original, really, film. yeah. They, they, He's they, like, you know, I'll just modernize everything. He had a co writing credit this time around, but that was interesting for me. I was like, oh, that's neat. Actually, he wrote the musical too. Actually, this is a Carrie musical. Yeah, which I believe started in like, like the mid nineties. I think it's yeah. started, if not later. I don't know. Maxwell, uh, you can let me know. You know these things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question. So uh, I guess before we wrap up, yeah, it, from the trailers, I didn't see the film. That's why I'm not commenting too yeah. much and I don't think Ken did either. no I didn't yeah but um, from the trailer it seems as though you know she's like stuck in like this old like 1865 kind of dress code and everyone is like wearing like Levi's and hot pink shirts it, do, they, do they like do they kind of uh, they modernize everything but is Carrie kind of in that weird like I'm gonna wear well, it's cause like, she dark, was she was colors. like she was homeschooled for a good portion of yeah, her life yeah her, her okay. home is in that yeah. portion and still in that you know Vintage, old style. She yeah. can't wear her hot pink shirts. But I, I mean, going as she was in school, I don't remember her being too dressed down in that. Yeah, she I wasn't guess. specifically like yeah. out of date. It's just you know, Mama White's not going to let her buy Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> they did make a point too. I think it was in the newer one when I said you know she was she 
can't be because they had the when they they had the whole period blood scene and they mm-hmm. had to call the mother in mm-hmm. to talk to the principal to you know make sure that she's aware of what's going on, mm-hmm. which they, they didn't reference in the first one or the original, and they kind of mentioned how she's been homeschooled and now they forced her to go to public school. Yeah, it so sets they forced up, the mother to send her to public. School. It has a, yeah, it sets up a few explanations like that. I did like that. The first Carrie, I, I, I really like the first, the first original Carrie film. Uh, what's frustrating about it is that everyone's mean to her in that movie. There are, there's like maybe two people that aren't like, like not just like mean, but like really mean. And it, it makes me swear uncontrollably as I like watch these characters <laughs> get dealt with. Um, and so this one, it does, a, it does a neat job of trying to not necessarily make you like some of the more despicable characters, but it doesn't make you like just crazy frustrated about how mean people are because even the mother like she says I love you little girl and I don't think Pagalori ever said that to Karen in the original film like there's hints of like people genuinely caring or at least having reasons to be certain ways I guess well, I think a great example of that is how Sue and Tommy Ross they they actually make it obvious in the, the remake now that they're trying to help her out where in the original I didn't even know that they were trying to help her out I thought they were still playing a joke on her and part of the pig's blood pig's blood Hmm. Okay, so I think we've talked about Carrie quite a bit. Let's get to our uh, our rating for the film. Each week on Now Fair Day, we try to rate films based on when you should go and see them, and we have a scale that goes from IMAX to theater to dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, and just kind of forget about it. On that scale, Matt Blaine, where would you put Carrie? Um, well, as you know, Aaron, and all of you listeners now know, <laughs> I, I see about... I'd go with maybe five films in theater a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a... This probably wouldn't be on there. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be on a, the go-see in theater. Um, it's it's probably on the, the Netflix. I'd, I'd say Netflix as well. I, I, I think that's a solid rating. Because, again, I didn't hate this movie, and I wanted to... I mean, I, I never go into movies wanting to hate them either, but I wanted to like <laughs> this movie just because I thought the setup was really strong. So, yeah, I'd probably say Netflix as well, just because it does have things that are worth it. And maybe some people will react to the prom sequence differently than I did. I mean, if I wasn't comparing it to the original, it was an enjoyable film. Yeah. But then when you once you compare it to the original, which is you know very, it's hard iconic. not to because it's it's iconic and it's falling beat for beat the original <laughs> film. <laughs> but on a on a side note related to that though, since you know it's so many years since the original, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people seeing this one had never seen it. So from that perspective, how would you guys? Well, write? I mean, the original is on Netflix streaming. It's very easy to see. Uh, still, and I think I think that movie holds up very well. It's not it's not reliant on being a '70s film because it's. I mean, that's why this remake works in setting it up because it's still high school girls being mean to another girl. Mm. Like, there's universal themes there that I think hold up today. So it's not dated well, yeah. in any way. To answer you, Ken, if I were to cut out the original, say it never existed, this was the first carry, I would put it in my. Given that I don't see a lot of movies in theater, I'd even put it into the dollar theater okay. rating scale. Yeah. So I don't know if that was actually that's on fair. your scale. That is, that is, it is. Yeah. It is. yeah. So I'd I give it a dollar theater too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I give it one dollar theater. Let's get to our. I don't have any callbacks, but Carrie. Oh, callback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to our plug here. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com/slash/podcast. There are over a hundred thousand titles you can choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners out now, Fan and Abe, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free thirty-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I have a book to recommend. It's called. 
Carrie. What? It, it is by That's Stephen a King. That's a shock. A little bit. And it's narrated by Carrie herself, Sissy Spacek. An unpopular teenage girl whose mother is a religious fanatic is tormented and teased to, breaking, her, her, to her breaking point by her more popular schoolmate. She uses hidden telekinetic powers to inflict a terrifying revenge. That is Carrie. That's an audible, among many other Stephen King books. And you can you know, find that one. You can download it. You can sign up with our thing, audibletrial.com. You can get rid of that account after 30 days if you don't like it, but keep that book anyway, because that's yeah. how good that service is. And also, by the time you're done reading it, Stephen King probably wrote Carrie, too. <laughs> He's that good. There He's was there good. was a carry too. The rage. Well, there's a shining the book. two now. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's get a little out now. Feedback. 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 What? Do I do that? Yeah, you do. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> it has back in it. You do it. Back. 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 Back it up. We. <laughs> <laughs> Each week, and now, uh, now we put on the to know. On, our, <laughs> on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash now podcast, and twitter.com slash now underscore podcast. We put up the questions and let you guys fill out some answers for us. And so we're going to read those listener responses right now. Abe, you want to start off? Yeah, so we asked uh, Cage Match who's going to win? Bonesaw? Or Sylvester Stallone. I love your questions that have everything to do with the thing that we're talking about. This <laughs> I, was, I just write them up for the fans. I, you guys just want to answer some funny stuff. And so, uh, basically, it was Cage Match Wednesday. And uh, Jason writes, uh, Bonesaw is ready. Or I guess he would say, Bonesaw is ready. Uh, Can you have a good Bonesaw impression? <laughs> it's all right. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> snap it to a Slim Jim and B. Yeah. Here's oh. wait, wait, wait. Did he comment with the uh, extra A's and the extra Y's on there, or was no, it just, he just wrote it all uh, caps? This is all caps. So he's screaming oh, okay. into well, his computer monitor okay. like this. I'll give him a brownie point. Uh, okay, so here's another question they put up. Uh, the, the everyone knows the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. There's a top 250 list voted on by users, and there was a quiz for how many people have seen all the like the various how many movies have people seen in this top 250 list. So we, we have a lot of numbers here, so this should be probably the most interesting part of this podcast this week. Um, <laughs> Scott has 213 for me, and is there And there is one I've never heard of, Three Idiots. The list seems a bit skewed to my taste on these, on a lot of these polls. I don't know many of them. There are many that don't belong anywhere near the top of the A lot of ranting from Scott, yes, basically. Yeah. Uh, April but yeah, ha- it's from fans. April has 155. I can't believe how many of them I haven't really haven't seen. I guess I should hang my head in shame now. <laughs> No, no need no. to, because we'll get to Abe's number last. Um, Robert has 195. This is skewed, skewed to some odd choices. Uh, Joe Jans has 135. Brandon put 178. Ryan has 163. William has 179. And debates the merits of Warrior, which I think is a great movie, so I don't know. Um, Mary has 118. Abe, what'd you have? Oh, I had uh, 295. That's yeah, out of 250? Yeah. yeah. 215%. <laughs> I had 115. Okay. 95. Woo! Nice. I had... Uh, 217 doesn't matter um, but anyway uh, what's next here hey. oh so then we asked uh, what horror movie do you definitely plan to watch this month and uh, Mike Jones writes uh, any as many remember films as I can Joe Jans writes uh, and Halloween 3 season of the witch which is yes good <laughs> Joe Jans Fable. also writes uh, faces of death all of them uh, Ryan writes the ring Jason writes Shaun of the dead and Zombieland and Ghostbusters and men in black so I guess he didn't use any comments. Uh, Bob writes, The ABCs of Death. I haven't seen that yet. Still haven't seen that. Philip writes, 28 Days Later. Not 28 Weeks. Uh, and Corey writes, Trick or Treat, uh, which is like a series of uh, short That's films. That's a solid horror yeah. anthology, yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, the Tim Burton version. Halloween, the original. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake. And Land of the Dead. I love this time of year! Exclamation mark. Awesome. 
favorite stinky Stinky Pete adaptation. Oh my god, that guy, he wrote some books in his day. Favorite Stephen King adaptation. Ken, do you have one offhand? Oh, uh, I would say Misery. Off the top of my head. Nice. Uh, I don't think anyone put Misery. Interesting. Uh, Joe Jans has The Shining, and by the way, the documentary Room 237 was awesome. I agree, that was an interesting doc, and that's on Netflix Watch Instant. That's about the conspiracy theories behind The Shining. Brandon has The Mist and the original Carrie. Scott has Needful Things. Mike has Christine. Mark has That's Easy, The Shawshank Redemption. It's one of my favorite films, period. Joshua agrees with Shawshank. Bob has Stand By Me. Philip has Haven. Tyler has The Langoliers. Never gets any love. Um, I'd say The Mist. I I really like The Mist. It. 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 Like, all of it or just the first half that's actually scary? (laughs) (laughs) If if we can exclude the last 20 minutes of It, I would say It's in a heartbeat. But, oh, man. Yeah. Does it just get funny and comical? Because it, it just, it just gets frustratingly it, bad. Yeah, and it becomes not scary, like a terrifying like, clown played by Tim Curry. Yeah, overnight, or, or like in a split second, you're just like, oh, this went from one of the scariest movies I've ever seen to, well, that's just disappointing. You're right, overnight, I'm because mad. you watch the first half, you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, and then wake up the next day, yeah. and you're like, oh, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. oh. And then we asked a uh, favorite high school outcast movie character. Mike writes Styles from Teen Wolf. Nice. Joe writes, <laughs> <laughs> Joe writes David Lightman. Uh, in War Games. Matthew Broderick. And then uh, Jason writes Kick-Ass, so I guess he's talking about, uh, what's his face? Hit Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kick-Ass. Uh, William writes uh, John Bender from The Breakfast Club. That's a good call. Uh, Lyndon uh, writes uh, Carrie. Bob writes Michael Sarah in Superbad. Specifically him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary writes Gary and Wyatt from Weird Science. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good one. And Philip writes Max Fisher in Rushmore. Hold on, let me hawk a loogie on this Bentley. <laughs> Favorite evil movie mother character. I said that backwards. Favorite evil mother movie character. <laughs> Corey has the queen in Aliens. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. That's a great That's answer. A good answer. Mike has Laurie from The Walking Dead. Jeanette has Snow White's stepmother. Good good job, Jeanette. That was a good answer. <laughs> Joe Jans has Helen Mama Bouchier. Kathy Bates from The Waterboy. <laughs> Boucher. Boucher. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't read it all in one. Gerard has Rebecca De Mornay in the Mother's Day remake. Hot and scary. Combined! His words. Mm-hmm. Philip has, if by favorite you mean worst, I'll say Charlize Theron in The Road. <laughs> Linda has Angela, Angelica Houston in The Grifters. That's a great answer. Ty has Faye Dunaway in Mommy Dearest. That's an obvious answer and a good one still. And Izzy has the mom from People Under the Stairs. I have not seen People Under the Stairs in I don't know how long. God, I gotta put that on the list, on the my list. Mm. And of Jeez. course, of course, we have questions as well. We always ask you listeners if you have any questions for us that we can answer on this show. So yeah, and Mike go. asked this question: Will at the uh, will at the mountains of man? Wait, what? Will at the mountains of madness ever get made into a film? This is the film by Guillermo, del, or the one that Guillermo del Toro wants to make. And the answer to that question is basically eventually that it's a <laughs> maybe. It would have to be a very hard R-rated film with a very large budget. And Guillermo del Toro needs, I think, a little bit more clout than After Pacific Rim. It certainly got good notices, but wasn't. Exa- I mean, besides worldwide, domestically, it wasn't a huge hit. But I think Guillermo del Toro is a man that knows how to get things done when he wants to. So eventually, that could happen. Uh, Izzy. As a question, this is basically the Mike and Izzy show this week in terms of the questions they asked us. <laughs> Izzy has, why aren't there more movies like Crush, Fear, and Swim Fan, etc.? Uh, honestly, because that that um, those are all movies about like crazy ex girlfriend or crazy person you had an affair with while also <laughs> seeing somebody else. And that he forgot that, the fan, the fan. Yeah, that's not quite. But um, <laughs> Fatal Attraction is like the biggest, odd, most obvious yeah. one. Um, <laughs> that that fad of of thrillers has not been around for a while. That's why. I mean, we're in kind of the 
the found footage slash haunted house ghost story mode right now. Swim Fan was an movies. interesting idea for the time, though. It was like, you know, that the whole entire first, when chatting started taking huge, I guess, toll on your life in high school. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. Nah. Nah. You're next. Mike writes, uh, what network will we'll try a zombie show next? Have you seen I the shows say, on CBS? Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> one? I hope you leave it. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably say FX just because they want to catch up with some of the stuff that AMC's been doing. But I really don't think anyone is like asking for like huge number of zombie shows. I don't think. I mean, yeah. it's more of shows about post-apocalyptic periods, and I, those exist. Revolution's one of those. Uh, can we give an answer for a station we want to see a zombie show? Sure, on? a cooking station, a cooking yes. channel. Can you imagine like a like either a survival type cooking yes. show? And then or... you add this very old pork feet into your mix. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, Wait, it's if moldy. It's a, if it's a zombie it's okay. cooking show. Wouldn't it just no, only it, consist of brains? No, no, no I'm saying <laughs> uh, in a zombie apocalypse, like say you know you're uh, a year. He's deep. handled this at a different level, yeah. Yeah. and I like it. Yeah. So these as, you, are you as a survivor, how, yeah. you found these things around that are barely edible. How do you make it taste decent? Just add some Watch this in. cooking show. Yeah. I would watch it. But. I would too. Yeah. Next up we have, will Daryl Dixon die this season on The Walking Dead or is he too big yes. of a draw? He's too big of a draw. He's, he's gonna die. He's too big of a draw. I don't know. I don't Daryl? Yeah, Daryl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ladies love Daryl. He's not getting out of that show. He's not gonna get rid of Daryl. Daryl. He'll kill Carl. He'll kill Oh my god. Okay. Alright, so that was that now feedback. Feedback. I don't know why you stuttered on it. I was, waiting, I was waiting for you to do it. I can't remember if I do it. You, you do. do do it. Every, every show. Ken pounds these episodes. And then he listens to them. Yeah. <laughs> Run it. That's how I got so tall. Let's do, a little, oh. let's do a little box office. We're recording the show box kind of early. Box. Oh. We're recording the show kind of early, so we don't have a, a full box office report this week. But Thanks a lot, Ken. I w- <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We guys. actually predicted what we thought Escape Plan would do because we thought we were going to be reviewing that on this week's show, but we decided carrying stuff because we thought it would be more popular. I think it was like crazy popular. big on this one. Yeah, you did. What did you do even though he said? Did I say first place was like 27 or something? You said like second place of $22 million yeah. for the Arnold Schwarzenegger Stallone movie Escape Plan, which was never going to happen. <laughs> Laramie was more modest with fifth place of $6 million. And I said fourth place with like nine million. And I think I'm about right. Scott Mendelson has a Friday box office report. Where's it tracking? It's tracking at right now. Basically, Gravity is going to be number one with another like thirty million dollars. Nice. Something like that. Good for Gravity. Good for Gravity. Uh, Carrie's going to open around fifteen million. Um, and Escape Plan. <laughs> Seventy-five million. It should open probably around nine. It opened a three point six million on Friday. Hmm. So I mean, it's not going to. I mean, honestly, the Arnold had the last stand earlier this year, which didn't do that well, but was good. But yeah, it was uh, a bummer because it was a fun movie. Yeah, Stallone had Bullet to the Head, which is terrible, but that also bombed harder. So, I mean, this kind of... And it was... Remember, that was the beginning of the year, so now these kind of throwback action movies that with all these different stars. That seems like a long, long time ago. Right, like, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. All the way back in January. Yeah. Um, but, We've yeah, so putting stuff. them together in a movie didn't pay off. That said, I enjoyed Escape Plan, so I think it's worth it. Um, no Han, though. Yeah, but let's get that the box office. Let's get that out of the way. Let's yeah. move on. Let's move on to something else. Oh, Aaron, is it time for some live action in house games? That sounds awful. This is that's way worse than the normal xylophone yeah. I use, but I'm gonna keep doing it. We, we definitely need to just use the, the app. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, the heavily improv theme for games we do every week, and I do have a game. It is, of course, the WMMDs. 
Which what? made Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> what would Mary do? WMMDs. Which made Bordeaux? This is where I, of course, read two movie titles, and you have to predict which of those two made more money at Got the it. box office domestically. So are we doing this orderly? No, yeah. you all just. I'm going to say two movies, and all of you say which one you think did made more okay. dough at the box office. Uh, this the theme of this week is of course horror remakes. So here we go. Dibs. <laughs> the ice cream. Here we go. Okay. I spit on your grave. Or Night of the Living Dead 3D. Oh, Night of the Living Dead 3D. 3D. I spit on your grave. Night of the Living Dead 3D, $271,000. I was like, two seventy one. It's pretty low. Pretty low. Here's the next one. Sorority Row or Black Christmas? Sorority Row. You all went that way, huh? Yeah. Black Christmas, $16 million. Well, I don't see color, so, you know. I'm not racist. Here's the next one. The Thing, remake, remake, or Fright Night. With the original Fright Night or the Colin? The theme is horror remakes. Oh. <laughs> the thing. Fright Night. So much pressure. I played. The thing. Fright Night, ah, 18 no million. The thing, 16 million. Well, I'm, I'm happy because Fright Night was way better. It was a good, yeah, it was solid. <laughs> way better. Yeah, here's the next one Psycho or The Wicker Man? <laughs> Psycho. The Wicker Man just reminds me of The Bees. Yeah. I Wicker want Man. to say Psycho. I want to say Wicker Man. You're correct, Matt. It oh. is the Wicker Man. 21 versus 23 million. Mm, close. Invasion of the Body Snatchers or The Invasion? I don't even know what The Invasion is. That's that was the, that was the, the Nicole Kidman re- remake of it. Interesting. With I, Daniel Craig a couple years ago. Yeah. Body Snatchers. I saw but, that. Yeah, Body, body Snatchers. Snatchers. I saw that the same. That came out the same week as Superbad did. I saw those back to back. Interesting. Great experience. double feature. The <laughs> <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers is the correct answer. Solid movie. Donald Sutherland, 70s. Good one. Uh, the Stepfather or The Fog? Uh, the Fog. The Fog. San Francisco. Fog. The Fog made 29.5. The Stepfather made 29. So oh, the Fog. Ooh. Here's the next one. Bye. Yeah, you might have this one. The House on Haunted Hill or The Hills Have Eyes? Uh, I want to say... <laughs> Hills Have Eyes. Hills Have Eyes. Uh, yeah, I agree. By $1,000,000, The Hills Have Eyes made $41 million beating The Haunted House on Hill. Here's the next one. Ken favorite. My Bloody Valentine 3D. That's a fun movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, that's so movie. much fun. Yeah. Or Prom Night. Oof. 3D. Yeah, I'll say My Bloody Valentine. I'm going Prom Night. Never bet against 3D, guys. My uh, Bloody Valentine yeah, 3D. But it came out on Valentine's Day. That's why I, I was betting against it. It didn't come out on Valentine's Day. Oh, it didn't? No, okay. I just remember completely wrong. I just heard the word 3D and said money. <laughs> Ka-ching! Here we go. Wait, side note. Wasn't that like the best 3D of that year? That was some great 3D. That was, that was a great 3D in that movie. Here, let me throw an axe in your face. No, there was, there was a job. Spoilers. There was a job one that comes at your face, yeah. and that and, was amazing. And boobs. Okay. Well, that's true. Yeah. Evil Dead or Dawn of the Dead? Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I'll say Dawn of the Dead. I like Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, 59 versus 54. It's probably a better movie. A Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Versus Jason. (laughs) I'd say Friday the 13th. Yeah, I would too. Elm Street. Friday the 13th, 65. Elm Street, 63. Nobody likes Rorschach as Freddy Krueger. The next one, The Ring or The Grudge? The Ring. Ring. Grudge. Ring twenty nine one twenty nine versus one ten. The ring is actually the biggest horror remake of all time currently. Wow. Um, and lastly, not a horror remake. Shawshank Redemption or The Mist. The Mist. 
Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption made 28, The Miss 25. Both not big hits. Oh, oh that's surprising. Yeah. I had a feeling Shawshank wasn't that big of a hit. That is how you play WMMDs. <laughs> All that keeps on giving. Um, okay, let's move on to Out Now Presents What's Out Now. These are new movies that are coming out on DVD or Blu-ray this week. We have The Conjuring. Yay! It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's fun. If you, have, if you haven't seen many horror movies, that's a great it's movie. It's a great one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Internship. Boom. That's so good. The Way Way Back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's uh, you know I'm a big on Minus, The Way Way Back. I, I wasn't big on the adult drama, but yeah. The Way Way Back. So Before Midnight. Fantastic. I didn't film. see it. Fantastic. I watched all that. three of them. Fantastic. All three, yeah. All three of them. Only God Forgives. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, you yeah. saw it, right? Yeah, I did yeah. see it. With the, yeah. Ryan, the Ryan it was, Gosling. It was weird. <laughs> wonderful, yeah. dry follow up in Taiwan. I, it's I, just I, like Hangover in, 2. In Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. Like the best like Hangover 2. <laughs> yeah. Except you can't tell if the girl's a trainee or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't. And which one can we know? That's, that's what people took away from that movie. It didn't stop me. Oh. That's how you play. No, everybody. What a guy! What a guy! Podcast is this this week? Um, next, okay, what's going? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's happening next week on the show? We are going to talk about the Counselor. This is the new Ridley Scott film featuring Michael Fassbender, Brad Pitt, Javier Bardem, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz. It's written by Cormac McCarthy of No Country for Old Men fame. Everything about this movie screams good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with with the recent run and release of all these, you know, fall dramas. I'm kind of excited to see where this one's going to Yeah, be. besides our like our break doing Carrie this week, after Gravity and Captain Phillips, I'm nice to be right. get back on track here. And Rush. And Rush, yeah. yeah Rush, Rush is fantastic, yeah. Um, so let's let's just let's try to predict the box office for New Ridley Scott. Anything else coming out this week, by Next week has... Well, I don't know next week. I don't know. I believe we have... Oh, yeah, we have Jackass bad, uh, presents Bad Grandpa. Oh, that's coming out with with, with the counselor. Ooh, yeah, that's that's heavy competition. I, yeah, I, I, say, I actually think that that might be for. Let's see. Let's see. What did the last the last Jackass did? The Jackass movies do pretty good when they come out. Yeah, the last one made Jackass 3D made fifty million dollars. Hey, that was my birthday movie. That, that was your birthday that was a Great birthday. <laughs> Jackass number two made twenty nine. Jackass the movie made twenty. Yeah, so they just got bigger and bigger. And I really laugh a lot at the bad uh, the Bad Grandpa oh, trailer. Oh, yeah, same here. I'm, I'm excited. I was with my dad when I saw. Why is what I see? I saw. Uh, Captain Phillips, and that for of course that the Jackass presents Bad Grandpa trailer. Okay. No, those people managed machete kills. Those were very machete. Kills. That makes way more. That sense. Makes way more sense. <laughs> like we saw both movies. Okay. Um, yeah, in the back. He was and he hadn't seen that trailer. Yet. He was cracking up. It was great. Oh god. Um, so yeah, that happens. Um, the counselor, Ridley Scott movies. Um, October. I mean, this is a big cast, but it's also kind of obscure. I think in the marketing of right. like, what it's actually about. But really, I mean, it certainly seems like like a Michael Clayton audience. Yeah, it, but it's the, yeah. That's true, but it's not like Prometheus, where like, it has this sci-fi intrigue in it. Right. But Prometheus opened in like, 51, that was his last movie. Robin Hood, 36. Body of Lies, that was that Russell Crowe with Leonardo DiCaprio, but we saw that movie. Yeah. Um, that was 12 million opening. American Gangster, probably the most comparable, given the stars and the release date timing. Uh, 43 million opener. I'm going to say uh, Bad Grandpa, number one. And I don't know what I'm going to... I'd probably say like uh, 33. 33 million. For Grandpa? Yeah. yeah. 33. All right. It's rated R too, yeah. They they all they both are, yeah. I'll say the counselor comes in second place. Oh, well, yeah, Gravity oh, still oh, making. Wait, a ton are we of saying number too. one? Or are we saying just guess whatever? We're oh, wandering okay. along. <laughs> I, thought, I thought counselor was gonna be second at twenty seven. There you mm-hmm. go. Any thoughts, Ken? Yeah, I'm gonna keep Gravity in first, barely. Um, but like that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Full move, Cotton. See if it's yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say thirty one million Gravity. Thirty one. Yeah, I was... 
I'll say the counselor get God, that bag, that gravity is so good. <laughs> it helps. I, I hope people <laughs> keep Sandra going. Sandra Bullock is so I'll, attractive. I'll predict third place for the counselor. Third and place. And I'll, yeah, and I'll say I'll say like a strong 16? No, I'll say 20. Yeah. A solid 20. Let's see how that goes. All over the place. This is what we got in the box office. Box office this week. All right. Can I kind of make a side observation? Is this no. one of the best October, like, Octobers in terms of movie releases we had in a long time? Uh, yeah, when yeah. you have Gravity come out, yes. <laughs> not just that one movie. I, no, Gra- usually, I think so, too. Because I usually, like, I'm looking to go to movies a lot in October simply because it's, you know, my birthday month. And yeah. usually I'm just thoroughly disappointed. And I feel like this month I mean, has like, been I mean, really like, solid. I can tell you. Let me see. Let me look mean, at you could have gotten a haunted house for your birthday. That's true. Yeah. Actually, let's I, see, I have. Party. Let's see here. here. <laughs> We're here. going tomorrow night. Hold on. Here, here. Okay. So here's, <laughs> to go here's see a there's just, oh, this year's man. October. We had Gravity, Captain Phillips, Runner, Runner, Carrie, Machete Kills, Escape Plan, The Fifth Estate. Well, I mean, Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Slaves, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. ACOD, good movie. Ampersand? I mean, Ghost Team. <laughs> no, it's actually a plus. And then we still For have this counselor coming out next week and Bad Grandpa. That's a solid October. Let's see what last year's October we had taken two. Mm-hmm. Argo. Okay. Okay. Paranormal Activity 4, Sinister, Here Comes the Boom, Frankenweenie, Cloud Atlas, Alex Cross, Don't Cross Alex Cross, or else you get crossed by Alex Cross. Best move that year, most Still underrated. Still not on, as soon as that, the second it comes on Netflix, watch instantly, we will do a commentary. Um, Seven Psychopaths, I love Seven Psychopaths. Uh, small release, uh, Small release, yeah. That's so great. Well, let's see. Fun size. Well, was, fun size. Two, 2011 had Puss in Boots, Paranormal Activity 3, Real Steel, Footloose, The Ides of March, In Time, Three Musketeers. I'm going to call it. I think that it is it's a solid one. Solid i got to jump back a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Running along, so that's the only reason I'm going to call it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Okay, so, but I mean, it doesn't matter because that's it, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, what? The show. That's no, it. that's <laughs> it's over. It's a, yep. You thought we're right a little happening line. reference for you. That's gonna that's gonna do it this week for this week's episode of Out Now There and Name. You can find more of my work at thecodazeek.com. You can find all my written movie reviews as well as at ysoblue.com for my Blu-ray reviews as well as at twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3 Abe you can find more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and twitter.com slash walrusmoose hashtag gray sports almanac uh can you have places people can find you uh no not really uh I live in San Jose you can find me there there you go <laughs> you, can, uh, you can find me with Out and Out Aaron A episode 125 oh, oh yeah. it's there uh, I will be there uh Aaron Abe you can uh, give them the address for that yeah gotcha <laughs> Sure. You got it, boss. <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. Of course, each week, each episode of Out Now with Aaron and Abe is available on iTunes and at Stitcher. Also available at hhwlod.com. You can check out the other fine shows there as well. That is the podcast network that hosts shows like Walking Dead TV Podcast, which is in full force right now because The Walking Dead has started back up again. And I'm actually kind of a recurring guest at this point on that show. As well as the newest podcast on that show, the Ichapod Cranecast, the weekly series where I, as well as my friends Maxwell and Brandon, recap the episodes of the TV series Sleepy Hollow on Fox. I give that 20 stars. Yes. Thank 20 you. gold stars. I give it $3 movie tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find episodes over at outnow.hotline.com where we post regular episodes as well as exclusive and our night's episodes. You can also check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash outnowpodcast. Of course, email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Carrie, either old or new, let alone other thoughts on the movies that have happened this October. Yeah, interact with us, uh, interact with us over at facebook.com slash outnowpodcast where you can ask us questions. We'll also answer your questions. And, uh, yeah, we love the interaction. And twitter.com slash outnow underscore pod. We're getting a lot of followers. Getting more followers. Yeah, we- we, more. Uh, we have more than we did. <laughs> we didn't go down. <laughs> He's getting some quality guests. <laughs> right, who's winning here? The listeners. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Also, check out our newest endeavor, outnowpodcast.tumblr.com, where we post our episodes as well as fun things we find on the internet, like Red Daredevil. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Guys, thank you for joining us this week for this special, very yes. live episode about Now with Aaron and Abe. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Step back, man. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, I will say right now that we do plan on doing a 12 Years a Slave episode. I don't know if it's going to be a full episode or not because there's a lot of movies coming out to do like full episodes on. But we might do like a very special but kind of lengthier episode on that movie because it probably will be one of the best movies of the It's one of my favorite movies of the year, but just really good. So I just want Abe to see it first. We'll talk about it. I couldn't find any screens in San Francisco. Yeah, but it's going to spread. It spreads wide November 1st for sure. But, uh, so, but that's a, yeah. Uh, we recommend it, but we also will be doing a special episode on that at some point. But yeah, next week's The Counselor. Until next time, so long. Adios. The stairs. No, Mama. He's gonna show up, David and Brown. <laughs> Go on. Oh. <laughs> Mama, no. <laughs> Can we have this after the like outro? That's in the we have it in the blooper sometimes, yeah, yeah. or oh, we just save it for like our massive blooper reel at the end, like when we get to various plans. I just want Abe to keep saying, "Mama, yeah. Mama, no, Mama, don't preach." That's a different song. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and and scene. Game face. Lion's face. Ah. Lion's face. Mm. <laughs>